Welcome to the Dose of Caesar, the podcast that runs weekly life experiments, questions, assumptions, and explores new ways of thinking. This episode, we've got another conversation with my great friend, Victoria. Victoria, I've known her for a very long time. She's one of the strongest individuals, like personality-wise, that I know. And I look up to her a lot, and I enjoy talking to her. So I hope you enjoy listening as well. That the last, haste. the haste. Yeah. Uh, I have to get better at scheduling things. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vic, look. Yes. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. See these Topo Chicos? Um, yeah, every fucking guest gets one. Okay. Um, I am the unofficial spokesman for Topo Chico. Wow. So, I don't know if you like Topo Chico. I love it. Do you? Yeah, I love it with vodka as well. Oh, God. Well, you know. Okay. I mean, wait, don't they put tequila? Um, you can. I uh I'm a different person on tequila, so vodka's my my go-to. Vodka. <laughs> it's my vodka Red Bull. I love vodka Red Bulls, you know, for those uh tired Friday nights, but a vodka mineral water is usually my go-to with a lime. <laughs> That's dope as fuck. Let me open this Topo Chico with you now. I would o- I would open it alone, but but you have to hold your mic. I have to hold my mic, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get the. <laughs> <laughs> Very anticlimactic. <laughs> Perfect. This stuff. Rick, I was telling Angel that um, the Topo Chico without flavor is uh, that's the one. for pros. Mm-hmm. No, it's not the one. I feel like the one is lime. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the the original no flavors is the way to go. Yeah. Yes, you can put anything in it. Uh, a lot of people would disagree. See, so you can't give a rookie a. Uh, uh, no lime Topo Chico because they're gonna be like um, grossed out. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like grossed out. They're gonna be like you said. You were telling me yesterday. It it mm-hmm. does a uh, dude. I was chugging it yesterday. I don't know why I was chugging a Topo Chico, <laughs> but it hurt. It, every yeah. time I did it, it hurt, and my eyes got watery. Yeah, it's that carbonation. It's intense. It is a very intense. Um, Victoria, I guess I should probably introduce you. Your Victoria friend that I've had for a while now. Met you in high school. Okay, uh, freshman year. Yes, I remember exactly how we met, and uh, I remember I didn't like you for a while. Why didn't you like me? I, I don't get. Let that. me let me explain to everyone that's listening. That okay. Freshman year in high school, I sat behind um, Caesar. <laughs> Fourth period, I remember. Fourth period. Every day, he would have gum. And you oh. know, we had a class. <laughs> we had a class that was right after lunch, and I would always want a piece of gum from Caesar, but um, he's cheap. <laughs> and he explained to me like three weeks into class that he eats. He only brings one piece of gum every day, and he has half of it in the morning and half of it in the afternoon. And that's why he couldn't give me any gum. 
<laughs> and I don't know why I I got so upset. And so every time I saw him in class, I would just treat him like shit and like not <laughs> not talk to him because I wanted gum and he just never had any. And I felt like he was lying about it, but he wasn't. I wasn't lying about it, first of all. <laughs> I don't remember you treating my, me like shit. Maybe I just remember that. Yeah, I mean, I guess you didn't make it very apparent, but... I do remember the gum thing because that's a yeah. I did carry one gum and I did get <laughs> I gave that explanation to every person, and I got that idea from uh, my best friend Carlos because he he he's the one that taught me that. He's like Caesar, carry one piece of gum a day, okay? That way people don't take your entire pack because if you bring an entire pack of gum, one person's gonna ask you for a piece of gum. Next thing you know, by the end of class, you don't have any gum left. I thought it was genius. It was revolutionary because I was a big gum guy. So was Carlos. And so when I started doing the one gum a day thing, it got really efficient. My gum, my gum <laughs> pack lasted for a long fucking time. It worked because, it, dude, every time somebody asks you for a piece of gum, uh, it was gonna be, uh, it was gonna be, uh, it's, it was gonna suck because your, your entire pack of gum was gonna. I be. mean, regardless, I w- it was just so annoying. And then I also sat next to what was her name, Alex. Yeah. And I remember she would be like, he's lying to you. <laughs> he's lying to you. He's just being, he's being an asshole. I was like, yeah, I think he is. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Um, yeah, I, I just I just remember you giving me um, your your homecoming ticket, I think it was. Mm. No, it was like some, some ticket to go to some sort of high school rally. Yeah. And I really, um, I couldn't believe you gave it to me. Yeah, dude, I, I just skipped class. You just <laughs> I left. I left for the day with uh, the boyfriend I had at the time, and I was like, oh, "I'm not gonna need this," and we ditched. <laughs> so I gave it to you. Well, I remember giving you a hug, and you mm-hmm. were you like you were weird about it because because uh, I was so grateful. Not a touchy person. <laughs> I know you just fucking <laughs> you just stood there. <laughs> I mean, even this morning I went to do my uh, little handshake I do with people, and you hugged me, and I remember this. Where were you trying to shake my fucking hand? I don't I've known know. you for like. <laughs> Eight years. I don't know why I'm like this. <laughs> Nine years. You fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, dude, when the, so I, uh, I'm i going to do it how I did with Angel. The, uh, the reason I still hang out with you, all right, mm-hmm. is because you're like one of the strongest personalities I know. Mm. I would go as far as, see, uh, as far as to say that you're like an, like an alpha. <laughs> <laughs> I think your brother put it best. <laughs> <laughs> my brother. <laughs> brother put it, your older brother um, put it best um with a quote mm-hmm. this is his quote it's not me saying it but he said um vic sometimes you're more of a man than i am <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i remember that i remember that conversation yeah, yeah. that when you told me that i was like fuck i could see why he <laughs> says that because you're just like fearless bro you're the you're like so real with people and I guess by what real, I mean I just um, you tell them exactly what you think to their face, uh, and and it's sometimes it's kind of con- confrontational, Vic. But I, I respect mean, it. I um, I would much rather prefer confrontational than uh, anything awkward. Mm-hmm. I don't do well in awkward situations. I mean, you've seen it where, you know, we've been out with a group of friends or something goes weird, and it's kind of 
awkward and i'm like i can't <laughs> yeah. i can't deal with people being weird or some like the elephant in the room i yeah, hate yeah. that i hate Wait, it see, so much so then you just call it out right i mean yeah like you know you always hear people say oh i wish somebody told me this or i wish somebody told me that yeah. i'm somebody <laughs> like, like i i would hope that other people tell me and i have i've had people tell me my flaws too so i'm well aware and it's not like oh i call out people's flaws all the time but i mean don't tell me something and then not expect me to be like i don't know that's kind of weird or oh okay, i don't know yeah. about that decision you're making like but whatever you want to do go ahead like yeah yeah i have a hard time with um saying like oh it's kind of weird I, I i just think it's weird <laughs> right if somebody tells me something they're about to do and i think it's weird i'm like okay that's weird but i'm just gonna say uh yeah do it <laughs> <laughs> like a yes man like uh, yeah i guess i because i'm trying to i guess I, I try to avoid confrontation i think um but i want to be more confrontational sometimes and you know i think confrontation it, it comes with like a super like negative like people think fighting or yeah i think i'm using the wrong word argumentative but i feel like i'm not so much i mean for example you know caitlin caitlin is my best friend yeah. and we've yeah. been friends for like i don't know like 12 13 years mm -hmm. and there's stuff where i'm like i don't know dude uh it's kind of kind of pissed me off like i don't know why you said something or yeah. you know something like that and i feel like as long as you put it out there that's why you have longer relationships with people because you do put the things out there and you like talk about it you know yeah. whereas like someone just carries like oh you told me this like five mm -hmm. weeks ago and i've been pissed about it for five weeks like, yeah that's so that's such a waste of time and i feel like uh people need to be more comfortable with themselves and the people around them like people underestimate each other and like what they feel and what they think like maybe me telling somebody or being honest with someone about something is not going to turn as bad as i think it's going to and so far it hasn't yeah so um i i say yeah because of because uh, you were uh, you were talking about how the, some people who hold it in for like four or five weeks and then <laughs> i think uh I've, I've i can pinpoint when i've done that in the past mm -hmm. it's not cool <laughs> it's not cool it, it wastes a lot of energy it wastes a lot of yeah. energy really my own mental energy mm -hmm. and uh and then when i do when i do say it i just kind of blow up you know mm -hmm. oh my god this topo chico has me burping dude. yeah this topo so chico's getting <laughs> get the gas <laughs> <laughs> uh, um vic you want to talk about what you do or not what you do, but I just to respect, uh, uh, like my job, not, not, not your job where you're at. Oh, where I'm at. Like where you've huh? gotten in, in life. Sure. Um, like you uh, work for a nonprofit, right? Yes. So I haven't had many jobs, right? Yeah. I've worked at a, a law firm, a school district, and now I work at a nonprofit. Um, getting there was rough, right? I was pre law for like, a while yeah and then i worked for a law firm and i was like wow <laughs> this sucks <laughs> i hated it dude i hated well, I it so much telling me your bosses went cool but. my bosses were whack mm -hmm. they're definitely sociopaths they are <laughs> yeah I, I feel like i'm not gonna call out any like occupation like lawyers are assholes no that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that the specific people the you work, work culture in that area 
yeah. that field of you know career is very different yeah you know? so dude so remember um i told you how I, so i'm trying to work out the the um, structure of this podcast to see if it's mm-hmm. even going to have a structure because initially i just wanted to do like a conversation thing yeah, right of course. but then i had that idea that i told you about about uh how i wanted to maybe uh try moving it along towards where we talk about the uh, insignificant seemingly yes. insignificant mm-hmm. moments in life in people's lives that um ended up being life-changing moments yes. you know <laughs> you know I, I i talk about the I talk a lot about when I get um, romantically involved with someone. <laughs> I talk to you a lot. I, yeah. I talk to everyone about it, right? <laughs> um, but one of the things um, that I started saying like in the past year is how um, you never know when like the last time that you're going to, when the, when it's going to be like the last time you, you talk to someone mm-hmm. or uh, the last time you ever see someone. And then, mm-hmm that moment that seems like seemingly insignificant you know it's just like oh i just saw that that guy again mm-hmm. right that uh person i just saw him again passing by uh ends up in ends up being a big moment in like mm-hmm. your, your relationship with that person as in like that might have been the last time you ever saw them right yeah so that moment itself was kind of big but what i'm trying to say is i want this podcast to be about those Perfect. moments all right so i don't when I first met you, dude, you were, uh, you wanted to be, you didn't even think you were going to go to college. No, no. I, <laughs> oh God, dude. No, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, that's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, too, it was like a attitude my family had. I mean, my brothers are in the military, so, mm-hmm. um, parts of my family still think that that's more, beneficial i would say or like more productive than what you can do in the civilian world like oh really yeah i mean that's how that's how my dad views it my dad doesn't understand like my education or like things Mm -hmm. i've done or i've been published several times like you know yeah stuff like that is not as big as wow my brother is uh he's graduated 18 classes of marines you know Oh, shit. It's very different. Did you, you thought you were going to join the military, right? Yeah. So you were in ROTC. I was in ROTC. I was a huge, like, I was huge in ROTC, dude. I was heavy I know. and I was knee dude. deep. I, I went up. You were the really top uh, dog in high school. By, you, what, what by you, like my sophomore year. Yeah. By your sophomore year? Mm-hmm. What, what is it called? Um, Freshman year, I wasn't shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, sophomore year, I was a, uh, like the commander of several teams. And then by my junior year, I was executive officer. And then my senior year, I was commanding officer, which is like the highest you could go in your Jesus high school. Christ. So I competed against like other commanding officers. And then we had scholarships and stuff that only we could com- like compete for. Yeah. And I did. Dude, I fucking forgot. Uh, yeah. You think, uh, how did our ROTC impact like um, your life? It or like, uh, did it change like, direction? Did it change your life direction? I don't think it changed my life direction, but it definitely made me more meticulous about things and made me more determined. Like they all, they were always like, "Oh," because I mean, obviously, if you're an ROTC, they think you're going to join the military. So everyone was very real about you're going to get treated like shit 
Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you join the Marine Corps, you're going to get treated like shit. You join the Army, you're going to get treated a little bit less like shit. You join the Air Force, you have it good, you know? <laughs> and so I was always prepared, I feel like, to get treated like shit when I graduated. And so when I did yeah. graduate and I wasn't being treated like shit, I was like, wow, this is great. But I exceeded, like, my my standards of what I thought I had to do, you know? Yeah. I think that's how it really impacted me, honestly. When was the moment when you decided, oh, I'm going to college? Honestly, dude? Yeah. The moment I decided I was going to college was after I got accepted. Really? Yeah, well... Uh, senior year? Yeah. Even before that, you didn't think... <laughs> you were an avid, which avid is uh the... the uh, college prep college prep program all right and and you uh and even though you were in that program you didn't and not think only was i in the program i was president for like two years and you didn't think you were gonna go to college <laughs> i was like eventually i'll go but, eventually, I didn't, but i didn't think i was gonna go right after high school i thought i was gonna have to make some money or something like, oh shit okay i mean and Dude, then what i got accepted in saint mary's and i was like oh i guess i could go i have a scholarship like i could afford it yeah but I was prepared not to. Like, I was prepared to do either one, honestly. Whoa. I mean, I, I had taken the ASVAB senior year. I didn't have a problem with it. So I knew I was good. Yeah. Like, set either ways. Wow. Yeah. Dude, I had no idea, honestly. I thought you were, like, like, I thought, like, maybe sophomore year you realized or you had decided I'm going to go to college. Um... <laughs> no. But no it took a lot of like i mean our teachers telling me you could do it or yeah you know was uh how was college for you <laughs> was it uh, was it a mistake was it dope no. was it unforgettable i don't know <laughs> dude I, I feel like you know so i moved uh i went to saint mary's yeah. i moved to san antonio i was by myself at the time it was lit <laughs> like i had three i had three roommates yeah we were fucking troublemakers like we went out like but i mean i still got my shit done i did i was doing like 18 hours every semester because i thought it was pre-law or i was still wanting to do law school and Jesus. like it was like a balance of work and play dude like i couldn't i i worked in school and then i also worked full-time at a law firm that whole year yeah. But every weekend, like, I lived for the weekend, dude. Like, I was ready to go out. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Dude, 18 hours? Yeah. Dude, all I ever, the most I ever took was 15. Mm. And uh, even then I was like, oh, god damn it. I had to, I'm going to class too much. How the fuck do you do 18 hours, bro? Dude, I was, like, thinking, oh, you know, we were in high school for eight hours a day, and I still did extracurriculars and i still did yeah. all that stuff you know what i mean so i was like oh yeah i could do 18 hours who cares and i remember other people being like oh this is so hard and i don't think that class was difficult yeah it's more of like a prioritizing like prioritizing your time mm -hmm. and i told my roommates like dude i'm not gonna go out past nine on the weekdays because obviously like you have that freedom like you could go wherever you want you know especially mm -hmm. in san antonio we could do whatever it's not hard but no nah, dude lights out get out of my room we share rooms get out like i'm going to sleep by nine like i have class in the morning at eight yeah mm -hmm. you were like that freshman year yeah dude i'll like get out like i'm done 
<laughs> I came from the calf. I ate like I had. I would always drink tea before I went to sleep and like kind of read my material, and then I'd go to sleep and then wake up the next day, get out of class at like five, and I was like, "Guys, want to go do hood rat shit?" Yeah. All right. Well, we have to be back by nine. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. There's, that's like, uh, dude, that's that's some crazy discipline. That's some ROTC shit. That's some ROTC discipline that I had, dude. That's fucking awesome. Why? I, I wish you would have taught me that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't like missing class. It's such a small campus, and yeah. since I lived on campus, I would see my professor if I missed class. Whoa, I'm yeah. just amazed at this discipline because that type of discipline, I think I've only started to get like in the last two years. Oh, for, I, don't, I don't know, dude. I mean. I don't know. Like, it wasn't, like, that big of a deal to me, like, living by myself. Like, yeah, everyone took it way out of context. Like, people were going crazy sometimes. Yeah. I mean, typical uh, college stories, right? Yeah, I was doing laundry one time, and uh-huh. you do it, like, it's kind of like a laundromat on campus. And I walked into, a laun- like, one of the rooms to put my clothes in the wash, and, like, couple was doing it on the washer no way dude it was insane <laughs> and they kind of paused i was like, like oh nah do you and i just <laughs> left to so the next i went to another dorm to do my laundry <laughs> i didn't want to interrupt them i felt bad <laughs> <laughs> you're so nice dude i'm like get it like that's like you know you always see in the movies like someone like on the washer yeah like all sexual <laughs> <laughs> like this was she a was living washer. it she was living it dude <laughs> live the fantasy, live the fucking fantasy. <laughs> i love that for you dude uh it's like did i tell you in la um uh i had like 20 roommates <laughs> <laughs> and um there's two restrooms but like all the restrooms are right next to the rooms Mm. and so they i was awoken by two people doing it in the restroom and good for them them. that's what i thought (laughs) it was a day when i was gonna go um i was gonna i was thinking i was thinking of skipping jujitsu and um and then i heard some moans and then and then i I was just like what and (laughs) (laughs) i I was like i I was thinking it was the downstairs neighbors um, which is a completely different yeah house and uh no it was in the restroom wow and so uh, that made me go fucking do jujitsu god yeah god uh, was uh, like caesar (laughs) Mm, (laughs) (laughs) for me it was it was more like it was more like god telling me like all right bro you can fall asleep you can fall asleep look at what people are doing where you at? What are you doing, huh, Caesar? When was the last time you've done anything in a restroom? <laughs> well, you got me there, God. <laughs> so I got my ass up. He woke you went... up so nice, dude. It could have been it could have been screaming, but it was moans. <laughs> you know, just someone like getting murdered, but it was a woman moaning. <laughs> a woman moaning with pleasure. Yeah, actually, um, I was in Vegas for my birthday, uh-huh. and we stayed at the Luxor, which I don't recommend. This fucking shit hotel. The fucking um <laughs> the Egyptian one. The Egyptian one, the Dude. fucking pyramid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like ah, oh, there's so many things wrong with it, but I'm not gonna get into it. Dude, but I oh, sorry, continue. I was coming back. So in Vegas, I mean it's twenty four seven, you do whatever you want, twenty four mm-hmm. hours a day. And I think it was like one thirty and I get to the room and I just hear a couple doing it, dude. Like 
like they're getting it they're getting you know it hard and so i fell asleep or whatever because i was drunk dude i could fall asleep i don't care <laughs> and i woke up the next morning and i asked my friends that uh we were all in the ho- same hotel room i was like hey did you guys hear that couple like they're like what i was like yeah like banging hard and they're like no and i was like damn i hope she's okay r.i.p R- R- that pussy <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. because man dude it was wow like Vegas. I, that, that was my first night in Vegas. Dude, well, when you're in Vegas, you have to go all the way, right? Oh, yes. Dude, Vegas, uh, the Vegas hotels, uh, especially that hotel, it does mm-hmm. it does feel shitty. Yes. It feels whack. Yeah, it feels like, like people I, left their families for that. <laughs> <laughs> it also feels like it was built a long time ago, and it just yeah. hasn't been updated, right? Um. I mean, they had updated that one because I remember I had gone when I was younger and they actually had like rides inside the hotel. Inside that hotel? Yeah, like it was, I think it was the Nile and it would be like a little boat going down the stream down the hotel. Oh, shit. But they got rid of it. But I mean, it's like, dude, honestly, in the casinos, I was inside for five hours by myself waiting for like my friends to come. Yeah. And it was like you didn't know if it was sunlight, if it was daytime, if it was nighttime in that hotel. Like, yeah. And I was just thinking, damn, I don't know what time it is. My phone was dead. And I was like, how long have I been here? Like it felt forever. (laughs) How long had you been there? Five hours, dude. (laughs) I had to ask someone for the time because I was going to meet my friends and they're like, yeah, it's three 30. And I was like, what? I was there for like too long, dude. Like since like nine 30 or something. Dude, I can't fucking do a, a room without windows. It it kind of st- it, it starts to depress me. Yes, yes. So that's why we're currently sitting in the uh, sunroom, sunroom, beautiful, of, of my parents' house. And uh, then they have uh, they have all these birds. So I'm sure these birds are coming out in the background because I've been hearing them chirp. But yeah, what do you think of Hunter? Hunter the Hunter's my new uh, shepherd, German shepherd dog. He's, He's getting pretty beast. big. He's a beast. He's going to be like the dog from Sandlot, mm-hmm. scaring children, but he's really just huge. <laughs> Dude, I'm kind of scared of him, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't know why I have like this fear with dogs, uh, especially bigger dogs. Even though he's my dog, I get close to him and I just feel like this guy can. See, um, that's where you have to have the alpha. The alpha? Yeah, you have to be the alpha, dude. You have to show him who's boss. Dude. You have to tower over them and let them know that you could take them down. <laughs> How though? You just stand over them. Like, I had a husky for like 10 years. Yeah. Stupid. He was, Stupid an, dog? He was an idiot. But he was so big, dude, and he didn't know it. Yeah. And you just had to let him know that you were still the boss. I mean, I heard you can bite their ear. I read that in a book. I would not. No. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> and they'll <laughs> be like, but I mean, respect you. I mean, I guess, or no. you could just like, you have to be firm and like stern with them, dude. Yeah. And we took them to puppy classes. Uh, it doesn't seem like they worked. Man's a savage. You saw him running in here, <laughs> getting on top of the. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> what do you want me to say, Vic? What do you want me to say? <laughs> all right yeah dude um you want uh you want a shot Vic? uh we could do a shot caesar we could do a shot yeah we could we could do a shot 
right. We're going to pause this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> There's just not going to be any no noise. Okay. Sorry, back. Oh shit! Just gotta gotta, gotta remember twenty seven, twenty eight. Oh wow, these uh, shot glasses are so primal. Mm-hmm. Very primal. They're uh, wooden, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Is that wood? Yeah. Wait, where are you giving me a shot of? Do you like how I said yes, but I never asked of what? That was my experience summed up in Vegas. <laughs> I like how you, yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus. I like how you're for it, dude. Dude, I'm down. I'm a down ass bitch. All right. I like it. Um, this is a um, the cheapest rum that I have. Rum. All right. It's, it's, it's extremely cheap from Cuba, though. So it's uh, exported. Uh, Havana Club. Yeah. Sponsor us. Three, three, tres años. It's gross. All right. This is going to oh, be the grossest. I thought you were going to be like, it tastes good though. <laughs> no. The, okay. A bottle. Oh my God. I had chills. Uh, a big bottle, of, a regular bottle, one liter is like $3. Uh, yeah. That's like rum. That's going to give you the shits. Well, here we go, Vic. Uh, right. These little shot glasses are also from Cuba by a Cuban artist. He carved them by hand. They're beautiful. And um, I talked to him on the phone and I was like, hey, bro, I'm about to buy your, your shot glasses because um, my professor from the university from like cuba knew him he was like hey i know the guy who made these you want to call him and i was like sure so i hope i talked to a real artist uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, maybe, cause, or maybe it was just a really complicated oh. scam that i'm not aware of you know but i think i talked to an artist and he was like oh yeah man enjoy and he's like you're never gonna have a well i, I, I bought some um some like little coffee cups he was oh, like, like espresso? Yeah, espresso mm. cups. Yeah, he's like, you'll never have better espresso in your you life. You fancy. Yeah, dude, I am. So here we go. Um, All right. Down and down the chute. Mm. Ah, cheers. Wow, that was not very good. <laughs> it, tastes, <sighs> it tastes like I drank my dad's aftershave. It reminds me of Cuba. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna you go need back. To go to better parts of Cuba then. <laughs> Victoria, let me tell you something. Uh-huh. I was in the best parts. Mm. <laughs> it really uh, uh, sticks to your the back of your throat. Yeah, 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 dude. Um, whenever I go back, I will make sure to bring you a bottle of the better. Tequila. Oh, the, the better rum. rum? <laughs> yeah, the better rum is called the. It's called the. Um, fuck. 
Well, I can't remember the name, but it's not it's not Havana Club. But it's not that one. <laughs> it's not that one. I'll tell you that <laughs> no. much, Vic. But uh, yeah, Vic. Thank, Thank you. For, Thank you for that shot. <laughs> you're welcome, dude. We'll consider this the first episode. Oh, wow. 30 minutes long. You about it? Is it? Yeah. Is it going to be uh, titled like Conversations with Vic? It's going to be. But it's actually going to be about me this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Vic. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's going to be titled um, Victoria. Mm. That's what it's going to be titled. Um,. Thank you for taking a shot with me, Vic, though. I think I'm about to throw up. That was pretty gross. Dude, it is disgusting. You have a habit of uh, drinking and eating terrible things. <sighs> Let's talk about this real quick, Vic. How do you not like Bucky's? Huh? <laughs> so what I'm addressing is that um, me and Caesar on this road trip, he goes to Bucky's, yeah. which I'm not a fan of um, for many reasons. They do have nice bathrooms. I'll give them that. But he buys this terrible smelling beef jerky. Doesn't smell too good, but it tastes great, Vic. It fucking smelled up my car. Yeah. For the whole seven and a half hour drive. Uh Uh-huh. And my car still smells weird. It smells a little weird. doesn't matter, Vic. You you can get it out. You've got a lot of air fresheners in there, right? Well, because, you know. But look, let me tell you something. The smell is worth it because you when you taste <laughs> when you taste beef jerky from Bucky's you realize you never want to have another beef jerky again. All right, maybe that's an overstatement. All right, I think it really is an overstatement. But I just really like the whole Bucky's thing. They're, the whole Buc- Bucky's thing. They like um, they fucking got everything, you know, in that one little place. <laughs> it was a gas station. What a gas stations are supposed to be, Victoria. It's a Walmart. It's a Walmart. Yeah. As a gas station, that's cleaner. And I love it. But that's it. It's super extra. With overpriced things you could buy. And thousands of pumps. It's awesome. I um Actually, I, I bought one thing from there besides gas, and it was metal straws because, you know, I hopped on the bandwagon of, you know, save the turtles and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the cashier's name. His name was Calhoun. Mm-hmm. And I bought these straws, and he was like, oh you want a receipt and i was like no because you know paper like i'm not gonna need a receipt yeah i, I online bank and he's like oh do you want a bag i was like calhoun that's kind of ironic no <laughs> 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 and he was like oh <laughs> well and he got super red but i don't know why <laughs> like like, I'm not going to have a plastic bag if I'm buying metal straws, man. Because <laughs> you broke, like, the... Uh, I gave him the red pill, dude. <laughs> the red, I don't know. What's the red pill? I'm, like, the, the Matrix. Like, when oh, the I'm veil sorry. is lifted, dude, dude and you're t- like, what? Like, I've never thought about that. You just you threw him off. You know, yeah. he, he was used to, like, the... The, the routine. So, the routine social interaction. This is what I'm talking about, Vic. I guess confrontation was not the word. You're just like... <laughs> You you just you do that, <laughs> With that you break like the social norms. You the know? social norm. Yeah, the social norm would have been to take the bag. <laughs> but no, I get your point because you're right. And but the guy was just going through the motions. I he mean, wasn't thinking about dude, things. Dude, but that's the issue. Like you what? can't just live life going through the motions. A lot of people do. Like you need to think about things. And I I do a lot of the times. I need, it's it, it's hard to catch myself. 
I have yeah. to catch myself. But you, you I, uh, I agree. Um, but I, I feel like I can sympathize because I would, I, I've gotten read in situations like that because you realize what you're doing. You, you're, you're do, you're just doing things to do them, yeah. and then somebody like says like what, like calls you out on it, and you realize that what you're doing doesn't make any sense, and then he's like, oh, <laughs> he just gets read. I mean, yeah, dude, that's, you know, that's their thing. Yeah. You just have to be self-conscious, like not self-conscious, but more conscious of like what you're doing and yeah, yeah. things you say. So thank you, Vic. Thank you for coming on this first version. Scratching the surface. Scratching the surface. Yeah. With Caesar and Vic. Mm-hmm.